Welcome to Bible and Stuff. My name is Lauren. And I'm Julie. And this is a podcast about the Bible and stuff. How do we do? Oh, we we (laughs) have been talking. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. So, Lauren, how's it going? Oh, it's going. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like we're very natural at this. I don't either. So you think we should run the podcast still? No. Maybe we should run it. You still want to do it? I think we could manage it. Oh, okay. So we're your we're your we're your pawns. Yes. Yes. Slaves. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Right. Wait, I'm not done. I like the way my voice sounds in the headphones. I'm sure you'll have many fans. <laughs> All righty then. Thank thank you for joining. Our beautiful wives, everybody. Yeah, give them a round of applause. Yeah, such a joy Very to nice. have them on the show. All right, let's continue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They did really good, I thought. They did do good. Yeah, I was impressed. I, I think my wife, Julie, may like may have liked the sound of her voice on the mic a little too much. She did not want to go. Yeah, Lauren was super <laughs> worried about it beforehand. But then once she got to do it, I think they, they probably had a little too much fun. Yeah. We may lose the show altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn, I'm so excited about this episode. Are you? It's going to be such a good one. I, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I haven't listened to everybody's um, responses yet, but the ones that I have heard, I'm, it's just, it's really cool. I like that people are sharing stuff. I know, but that's the joy of this thing is we get to hear all our friends' stories about how the Bible has made a difference in their lives and like how it actually does real work. Like it, it is a living word and it's, it's exciting to hear um, stuff that we never knew about people we've known for quite a while. Yeah, that's really cool. So Tanner, how are, how are we thinking we're going to kind of format this episode? Cause this is a, uh, it's a different beast than what we've done before. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, kind of a little out of our uh, wheelhouse, but I think we'll just, yeah, intro our you know our friends and the listeners that sent clips in um so, uh, just to kind of preface everybody in case you are, are just tuning in for the first time or hadn't seen um our posts basically what today's episode is is we're we've been in touch with some friends and family and and people who we're close to and ask them to just go ahead and share with us you know what is it that got you excited about the bible or um, you know, are there specific passages or pieces of scripture that have just impacted you in a big way? Uh, we just really want to know what you guys think. Yeah, so this is our first foray into... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do what is a What is a foray? It's, uh, it's uh, going into something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's our first... It's our first time to involve the listeners. You know, we've talked a couple times about doing... Um, Q&As and, and just different ways to get the people involved. And this is our first um, first time that we've tried something like this out. And it, it's been pretty fun. It's been really cool. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. Um, I mean, if your game, I, I know we have quite a few people who have sent some things in. So I kind of feel like we should just jump right into it. Um, we'll, it. We'll give some intros and then uh, we'll just hear what our, our friends and listeners have to say. Absolutely. So I think first up here, we have an old friend of yours, Sean Jonas. Yeah, yeah. Sean was uh, my youth pastor um, back when I was a young little lad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But a lot of people actually might know him. He was the lead singer of a band called Zayo. Uh, and also a band called Symphony in Peril. A screamo band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll have, have fun stories about the first time I, I met him, too. Oh, that's great. I had never, I wasn't into metal, and then he introduced me, and I was like, why is my youth pastor screaming at me? <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's awesome. Sean sent in uh, kind of his answer for this question and uh, this podcast uh, query that we've, we've put out there, and I, I just love listening to his answer. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Sean Jonas um, from Huntington, West Virginia. I am Glenn Braun's former youth pastor uh, from way back in the day in the year like 2000, 2001. Um, but anyways, uh, you may also know me from my time in Zayo and Symphony in Peril um, as a lead vocalist. But uh, I want to answer this question. This is a great question. What, how has the Word of God impacted my life? Well, I love Hebrews 4 where it says the Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides the uh, joints of marrow, soul and spirit, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That shows me that the Word of God is an alive thing. Well, how is it alive? Well, it says in John 1, in verse 1, that in the beginning was the Word of God, and the Word of God was, was God. And, and then it says in verse 14, that the Word of God dwelt among us. Uh, he, he took on flesh and he dwelt among us, meaning Jesus. So Jesus is the Word of God. So when I open up the pages of the Bible, I not only discover that Jesus is alive, but I also discover who I am through Jesus Christ and, and who I am in Him. You know, the Bible says, greater is He that is in me or in us than he that is in this world, meaning greater is He that Jesus in me than the worldly things around me. So when I dig into the Word of God, I not only discover who Jesus is, but I discover who I am and who I am through Christ and through this Word. And so, you know, it's more than just stories. It's more than New Testament, Old Testament, theology, and doctrine. This thing is alive. Well, how is it alive? It's alive in me. It's alive in you. And, and it's only made alive when we discover the power that's within those pages of, of the Bible. And so, I love you, Glenn. I hope that answered your question. Um, and uh, I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas if you haven't already, I don't know when this is going to be airing. So I love you guys. Later. Merry Christmas to you too, Sean. Yeah, thanks, Sean. That was that was really sweet. Gosh, he did such a good job. I know. I'm I'm glad we kind of we we hit it off and started it. Hit it off. <laughs> Sorry. You and Sean hit it off, yeah. did you? <laughs> He told me he loved me. He this is true. <laughs> he did. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad that we started uh, this with Sean because I think he just did an awesome job of kind of mapping out like what the Bible is and, and why it's important, not only to him, but why it should be important to, to us. Um, I think it's just a good groundwork for, for what else we have to hear here. Yeah, exactly. He just kind of explained how powerful the Bible is and that there is power in God's written word, which was awesome. For a guy that used to be a youth pastor, he really knows his stuff. <laughs> he still is. Oh, he still is? Yeah, he, he actually... Um, <clears throat> Didn't he take a break for a while? He took a break for a little while. and This had, is not important to the story. Okay. <laughs> and had joined Symphony, uh, Symphony in Peril and, and sang with them. But um, yeah, just... Uh, 
I don't know, maybe five years back, I, I think he started youth pastoring again. That a boy. We're yeah. proud of you, Sean. <laughs> Love you, Sean. <laughs> so next up, we have a good friend of ours, um, Cody Devers. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually our pastor right now. Um, we were super grateful that he took the time to send in a little snippet of his story. And actually, before we uh, play his clip, I wanted to share part of my story. Um, we asked you guys to answer two questions Uh, or one of two questions, and one of those was, you know, what got you into reading the Bible? And Cody plays a big part of that story for me. So, I grew up in Oklahoma. It was pretty, like, cultural Christianity. Like, everybody kind of said they were a Christian, would say Jesus is God, um, regardless of whether they lived a lifestyle that reflected that belief. Um, So, I grew up in and out of church. um, But... I remember very distinctly um, when I was probably in high school, maybe 16, 17, some friends of mine told me, hey, we are going to be discipled by the pastor at, at our church. And I was like, oh, gonna be what? <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm not sure what that means. And they just told me like, we're just going to go to his house once a week and read the Bible. And I'm like, okay, they, you know, sounds interesting enough. I had tried to read the Bible you know, a number of times before and just had trouble understanding it. And I, w- I was fairly young when I when the, for the moments that I'm thinking of. And, you know, I'll just get bogged down and forget, you know, be like, forget yeah. it. Once I got like halfway through Genesis or if, God forbid, I made it to Exodus, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so when we started going to Cody's house every week, he was just really gracious and opened up his house to us, um, opened up his lives to us. Like, you know, his wife and kids were there all the time. And um, we just got to see every part of what it looked like to be a dad that loved Jesus, which was really good for me. But all that to say, um, we started reading through the Bible as a group with him and just a number of dudes is the best word to describe these guys. Um, and that gave me this fuel, really Jesus gave me this fuel for his word at that time, but it was so helpful to be able to have a place every week that I could come and say, Hey, I didn't get this. What did this mean? Or I think he's talking about this here. Am I right? Like, Oh, okay. I'm starting to understand how this affects me. And to be able to look in old Testament passages and start to see Jesus and start to see what that, what, you know, what that what effect that has on my yeah. life really made a big difference. So that really got me reading, uh, re- really excited about reading the Bible. And it's one of the big suggestions I would have for anybody listening that wants to read the Bible is find someone to do it with. Preferably find somebody who you think knows the Bible really well and say, hey, will you read it with me? Maybe you do start a group or maybe you just have a friend and you guys, when you come across a question you don't know, Google it. I mean, there's so many good resources out there. Um, But that really made a difference for me, um, and I'm grateful to God for Cody for doing that. Um, But that's also a really extended example of how I want to teach my kids the Bible and how I want to teach, you know, the younger generation, which is not saying much for us, you know, but um, be able to, like, kind of be an open book and and let people see what our lives are like and, and how living for Jesus looks on an everyday basis. So, Here's our friend and pastor, uh, Cody Devers, talking about what got him into reading the Bible. My name is Cody Devers. I'm the pastor of Valley Life Church in Peoria, Arizona. I started reading the Bible because of a man I happened to go to church with by the name of Jess Thomas. Uh, 
Um, I went to a Bible study one time with him, and Jess was in his 70s or 80s then, and I was just amazed at how much he knew. Um, and he wasn't just a really well-educated guy, but he just knew the Bible really, really well. And um, I asked him about it. He goes, well, I've just spent a long time reading it. And so I just made a commitment to start reading reading it. I didn't really have a plan, just started read it. Um, read it a couple of times through and then got into seminary. And one of my professors, my New Testament and Greek professor, uh, Mac Roark, talked about how his dad or he would read the Bible through every year in a different translation. And I said, well, that's a good idea. So I started reading it through in different translations, different um, versions of the Bible. Um, since that time, that's been 20 years ago, and now um, now I read, uh, and I'll, I'll fluctuate back and forth. I'll Sometimes I'll read a book and just read it through over and over and over. Like uh, the year or two before we were preaching through Matthew, um, I just made a commitment to read the Gospel of Matthew once a week for an entire year. So I'd read seven chapters a week um, and get through it in a, in a month. Um, or I guess the Gospel of Matthew once a month for a year, so 12 times. Um, I've used other things like Professor Horner's Bible reading system. Currently, um, I'm just going through and looking at my table of contents, and I pick a book, and I read through that, and then I put a check on it and, and date, say, I read this in December of uh, 2017, and put a dot by it. And I'm kind of motivated by lists, so whenever I get through all of that table of contents, I'll start over again and maybe go to a different translation or maybe just continue to go reread some books. And I'm also, um, I read a proverb a day. That's pretty simple because it's 31 proverbs, so you can usually get through all the proverbs once a month. And that's just filled with really, really good practical um, living um, practical advice, practical wisdom that um, uh, relates to both Christian and non-Christian alike. So that's where I'm at, and um, hope this helps. Thanks, Cody. We'll uh, forgive the fact that you sound like you just rolled out of bed right before you recorded that. <laughs> oh. No, we we super appreciate it. I mean, I I just love that, you know, I'm listening to him talk through this, and he's like, yeah, it's a, a 70-year-old guy made me want to read the bible (laughs) yeah what i'm intrigued (laughs) yeah yeah which uh, you know me sharing my story i had a similar experience like cody would be able to just pull a bible verse out of his head and that was like how does he do that (laughs) like he he would you know it seemed it seemed endless the way that he could just uh ramble them off there and it blew my mind but um i i also really liked um just i like how he talked about the way he's read through the bible um maybe just the different um you know, type of options that you could take. Like uh, a lot of people will do, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year. And I I think you were even saying it earlier, like you get to Exodus and you're like exhausted. But Cody has a different approach, like studying Matthew, taking that full year to review it, or uh, even just the method he's using now, going through and checking off once you've read. I I think that's a really cool way to go about doing it. Yeah, he gave some really good practical help in that. And in saying that, you know, 
we're, we're encouraging guys to read the Bible for yourselves, and if you feel so led to read it in a year all the way through, but there's a hundred different ways to go about that. I know I talked to Cody recently, and he was just reading through the books that started with E. Like I don't know where he came up with that, but that was just what he was doing at the moment. He was reading Ezra, Ephesians, Exodus, all those things. Um, and I was just like, awesome, man. Like it, it really doesn't matter as long as you're getting in the Word and you're hitting all the books eventually. Like That's the whole point, is yeah. to be able to see that that thread that runs through the whole bible i love it so actually the next person that called in is uh cody's wife oh all right <laughs> and another Lori. yeah another good friend of ours Lori devers um but what i think is so cool is you'll see a little bit of parallel to cody's story or my co- my story that involved cody about having a group of people reading the bible together awesome let's have a listen Hi, so my name is Lori Devers, and I'm a pastor's wife, and I want to share my story of when I was meeting with a group of girls in their 20s. I was in my 30s at the time, and um, we would meet each week um, after the, some of them were moms and some of them weren't. Um, we had all groups, but most of them were just all younger than I was, and we had been meeting for a while and doing book studies and different things. And I was kind of nervous about putting this out here, out there to read next. But um, I felt like it was really daunting. And I was scared that they might say no. But I said, what would you think about reading the entire Bible the next year? Everybody read uh, on a plan. And most of them were on their cell phones. And we'll just discuss every week, whatever it was that was in the passage for that week. So in the course of a year, we committed to it. There was maybe 10 of us or less. And several of them had big things that came up during the year. But I know testimonial wise, some of them came back at the end and were like, you know, I didn't actually finish, but I stuck with it. I kept coming to group every week and felt like it was beneficial, at least to have a bigger picture of the the Bible. So my suggestion is one, just do it, even if you've started it 50 times and never finished and never got past Exodus, whatever. And my second suggestion is find someone else to do it with. Everything is better with a friend. So I hope this helps. I hope my two cents is um, good and helpful and that somebody will just take that plunge and do it because the Word of God is alive and active and powerful. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story. And again, do it with someone, do it with a friend um, and hold each other accountable. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. What a baller that Lori (laughs) Deavis. I know, right? So good. I'm so thankful that we have people in our lives that are like, so much smarter and like (laughs) so much wiser when it comes to stuff like this like just those practical like applications alone i'm like all right yeah do it right and and they're also (laughs) humble enough to be on our podcast yeah (laughs) which is nice which is nice but yeah i i think that's such good advice from Lori that we just heard and as far as just doing it and she even in her story mentioned you know like there were some girls in the group that didn't finish which is okay like still having done some of it you will have a better idea of what the bible is and what it what you know the treasure that you can find in there I know for me, I can be really legalistic if I have a plan as far as like, 
man, if I get off that and I get too far behind, I just give up, throw my hands in the air, and it's like, well, I failed. But that's not the point. The point is to just keep going, keep doing it. And like Lori said, if you can do it with someone who will hold you accountable, that's even better. Yeah. And actually, that's a good point you bring up. Like, this episode is not about, you should read the Bible every day, you should do this, you should do this. Like, we're not trying to to cast that as the vision. The, The hope is that, you'll just read the Bible more than you are now that you'll, you'll grasp what it is God's trying to, to share with us. Um, and that it will be a, maybe a fresh new perspective. I mean, I'm, I'm already hearing things from people on this podcast that I'm like, Oh, I should totally be doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like we are encouraging you to read the Bible in a year if you feel led to, but by all means, don't not do it because that seems overwhelming. Yeah. Even if, like Cody talked about, you just start with reading a Proverbs a day or you just start with reading a few verses each day. There's plans out there that even accommodate that um, and it would still be super beneficial to you. So the last one that we're going to intro here is from a good friend of ours, Brian Bowman. He's also uh, a pastor and generally has uh, just just really wise things to say. Like pretty much any time I tell someone like parenting advice or marriage advice, it's something like, I remember Brian said this one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he keeps it real short and sweet, but I definitely think what he has to say is interesting and worth a listen. I was the pastor of a church. Uh, explaining to someone who did not believe the Bible that I, in fact, did believe the Bible. And I remember they asked me the question, so have you read it? And while I had read much of it and read certain parts of it over and over, I couldn't actually say that I had read the thing cover to cover. Uh, So I made the commitment right then, I'm going to read this. And the daily discipline of having my coffee and reading in the morning, usually with my wife on the couch, um, has changed my life. Well, you weren't kidding. That was short, but it was sweet. I, I, uh, yeah, like you, true Brian fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love how genuine he was and how open. Um, even in that conversation with that gentleman, like saying, you know what, I, I haven't, but I'm committing to it now. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, all these people have added something else to our argument that you should read the Bible in a year, and I think what Brian brings. Um, that's really good is that there's no shame in it. Like, there's no shame in having not done it already. I think that's what leads a lot of people to want to read the Bible. And it's good that you've had that desire, but but essentially what I'm saying is don't spend time worrying about what you haven't done and just start. Like Brian in that moment saying, you know what, I totally should be reading the whole Bible and, and be able to know that I've yeah. read every word of it. Um is important and just act on it. Yeah. I remember one time at a kind of a summer camp kind of thing, we had a speaker and um, I was actually a leader at the camp. And before uh, the camp started, we had a weekend that was like leaders weekend that they really wanted to prepare us and kind of get us ready to be in the right place spiritually to help these kids and, and not make it about us. And they they wanted to make sure that we weren't going to have any leaders that were like, you know what, I'm not a Christian. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, it, I'm sure that was part of it, but it was a good experience. Um, and the speaker actually came early and he talked to us a little bit, but the main thing he asked was, who here has read the Bible all the way through? 
and it was it was not funny, but it was interesting to see in a room full of probably at least a hundred college age Christians who some of which had been Christians for you know probably their whole lives. Um, how few people raised their hand and could say without a doubt, I've read the whole Bible. And um, his point was, if you were in a country that was persecuted for your faith, like you would be sure that you knew everything that book said. (laughs) Like if you were going to live and die on what the Bible said, you would want to make sure you knew it. And that just was really powerful. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like that's, I, I kind of got chills think, just thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would, like, if you would bet your life on it, you would have that passion of, like, I, I'm going to know this thing like the back of my hand. Um, and so that always kind of stuck with me, and that was one of the first times where I'm like, you know what? I was like, Brian, I haven't read the whole thing, but I'm going to make dang sure that I can eventually say every book in this, in this Bible I've read. Um, so I just thought that was pretty inspiring at the moment. Yeah, I love it. Well, um, I, I guess uh, I just wanted to share my story a little bit. And, and actually, it kind of ties into uh, our, our first guest, Sean. Um, he, again, was my youth pastor um, when I was I was in middle school uh, when he had first started. And he was just like such a passionate guy. Um, he really cared about the youth at the church and, and seeing them grow. And he was just very inspiring. And so it, it all it had led me to want to do more with youth and and even maybe even become a youth pastor. Um, so a few years later, uh, he had he had moved on, was doing some other things. Uh, the pastor at the church I was attending was um, kind of coaching me and, and giving me guidance and in, in that kind of stuff. And I think it was one of the first first few kind of messages I gave at youth group. Um, I was basing it around Romans and specifically in Romans 12. And I remember reading the verse um, about like, do not conform, do not conform to the ways of the world anymore. Like uh, daily renew your mind yeah. and, and all this stuff. And I remember like pausing on that renewing of your mind and like, what does that mean? And I kind of came to the conclusion that it was saying like, fill your head with God's word, like, like grow to know it uh, daily and so that was that was kind of my not that I hadn't read the Bible before or like spent time in word, but that was my the moment where I was like, man, this stuff is powerful. Like this is going to help guide my life, my understanding of Jesus. Um, and it, it kind of took me to the the next level, and I, I put a little bit more care into what I was reading. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm sure you've been at this place too, where you'll just be reading something to read it and you're not really grasping what it's trying to tell you or, or really the point of it. And from there, I just, I felt a little bit more inspired on, on why I should be reading, um, that I should be reading with purpose, basically. Good stuff, man. Yeah. I, you know, you were super excited at the beginning of this, uh, just being able to share these things and I'm hyped up now. Like I I've loved this. This is awesome. Yeah. It's been really fun guys. Let us know if you liked this, if you want us to continue to bring you guys into the podcast um, and find cool ways um, to interact. And, you know, we don't want it to just be us talking to you every single week, but have a little fun here and there um, and get you guys involved. Yeah. 
So I, I guess to kind of to wrap everything up, um, Tanner and I have a little bit of a challenge. Um, I I guess it is close to New Year's, so you could consider it a New Year's resolution if you want. Yeah. Um, but w- we just wanted to take the time to to kind of put all this together, take all these thoughts and ideas, and say we want to read the Bible with you for 2018. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to pick whatever plan you want, and we'll even uh, recommend some in the show notes. But if you're feeling extra special, if you're feeling extra ready to go at this point, we would love for you to read the Bible with us. And the way that works is each week, uh, starting in the new year on January 1, we're going to post a weekly reading plan. And you just... If you like our page, turn on notifications, you'll be able to see when that comes up, and you can go along with us. And as those come up weekly, we can use the comment section to talk about how's it going, you know, how, what has God done in your life, or how, um, how your experience has been in being in the Word every day for a year. Yeah, like like we said, we loved this episode of Bible and Stuff because there was interaction, and we want to keep that going. So, again, comment. Um you know, let us know what's going on. If you have questions, let us know. Uh, we probably won't know the answers to all your questions, but we want to learn together with you on things. Um, and I think this is a great way to go about doing that. Yeah, we've been sitting here telling you how important the Bible is this whole episode. And we're going to put our money where our mouth is, and we want to do it together. Um, so, guys, we think this will be so good, um, not just to build a little community around this Bible and stuff show, but also to help people start to read the Bible, um, maybe for the first time, or maybe for the first time with a commitment to actually stick with it all the way through. So, like we said earlier in the show, absolutely find a buddy to do this with, but let's start, but let's commit to one another that we are in this thing together, that we're going to read God's Word in 2018, and it's going to be fun. Man, I wish I had Sean on the, like, actually here to do that. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of scream. Oh, God, it'd be so good. Sean, you know, we, we're we're always up for a new soundtrack, <laughs> like some heavy death metal. We would be all about it. Guys, anybody that called in, we appreciate you. Um, if you just listened, that's awesome, too. Um, that's pretty much all we have. Uh, as always, Again, follow us on Facebook. Join us in reading the Bible in 2018. You can also find us on Twitter and online at BibleAndStuff.com. Very cool. We love you guys. We're looking forward to starting a new year with you, and we hope you have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless us, everyone. <laughs>